Always learning. All right. Welcome back to Fit Body Secrets Podcast. I am Coach Cheryl. And today I have an amazing client of mine been with me for, God, like I feel like it's a year um, and crushing it. And honestly, um, just wanted to kind of bring her on today because she's somebody that I feel like has a story that can help a lot of people out there. Um, You know, she's not full-time CrossFit athlete. She's not, you know, somebody that came from this, you know, athletic background, but she's somebody that had a goal and needed a little bit of a better way to approach it. And it it just comes down to kind of always being in her own way and not really knowing the right things. And, and I want to give her an opportunity to share her story because she's got an amazing life, just got married, so many cool things going on. Um, Welcome, Joanne. Hi. Uh, Hi, everyone. Uh, I'm going to open the floor to you to start, but I want to start with talking about a little bit about your relationship with food and even yourself, like growing up um, and into your, you know, early adult life and all that kinds of stuff. Um, so I'm someone who's always struggled with my weight. I've always been overweight. I've always lost and gained and lost and gained throughout my entire life, basically. And to me, before meeting you, food, like going on a diet was like, you know, I can't have this. I can't have that. I can't eat this. And I would basically just not eat those foods. And then what happened, what would happen is I would crave them and then I'd go on a splurge and eat all the wrong foods and eat an excessive amount of it and gain all the weight back so it was constant of losing and gaining and losing and gaining and knowing what I know now I just feel like um I have a better understanding of you know how I can still have those foods but not be like cheating or gaining weight I have I would say a healthier relationship with food because of what I've learned with you Gotcha. And going back into that, I want to kind of really take a second back because I think that a lot of people can resonate with the, the constant like diet attempts to try and lose weight. How many things have you tried? Can you think of, cause I can think of a gazillion diets that I've been on, uh, from the time I was like 10 years old. Yeah. I mean, I've tried all, I've tried so many of them. I mean, I know I've done weight watchers. I've done keto. I've done, uh, Jenny Craig. I've tried, uh, I don't even remember all the names of them, but I've, I've tried everything that I could possibly think of. And it always ended in the same result. I would lose the weight and then I would always gain it back every yeah. time. And the reason I really wanted to hammer hone on this is because I don't want people to think that my solution is just like, oh, she's got the diet plan that's going to work for me. I want to call myself the anti-diet plan. Yeah. Because the goal really is, is a lot of these diets. Now I will, I will be honest. Of all those protocols out there, I think that Weight Watchers has kind of had it somewhat in going in the right direction. It's just very restrictive in terms of calories. But what I want people to understand is that, you know, what you experience is, is totally normal from a physiological perspective. You know, you are, you're telling yourself you can't have things. And oftentimes our body is craving things. Mm-hmm. And where a lot of people tend to go on these restrictive diets that are severely restricting calories and then feel bad that they cannot sustain it long enough to see the weight loss. They get Mm -hmm. frustrated. They're like, well, this is going to take forever. And I'm miserable right now. And my goal is to tell people like, Hey, it's going to take as long as it's going to take, how can we make the process not as miserable? That's the goal because you're going to have to lose weight and you're going to have to cut calories to lose weight. But that doesn't mean you have to be miserable in the process of losing weight. And that was the main thing that I was trying to really homer hammer in. And, you know, with you trying so many things now, I'm going to stop and give you some credit right now, because I do know that before coming to me, you had also experienced a significant amount of weight loss. And you don't have to share numbers unless you're comfortable, mm-hmm. 
but I know that you had lost some weight. And then what had kind of happened as that weight loss had come down? You had maintained a pretty good amount of it, correct? Yeah. So before I came to you, I had lost, I think it was like about 25, 30 pounds. And, um, and I was able to keep it to maintain that, which, which was surprising because beforehand I had always gained it back. But I couldn't, I was stuck though. Like I could not get past losing more than the, the 25, 30 pounds. And I couldn't figure out what I was doing wrong. And so that's why I can't, I reached out to you. But yeah, I did, had already lost about 25, 30 pounds before coming to you. And I want to talk about that because what was, what had worked for you to lose that 25 to 30 pounds? Um, I think like before I came to you, I was, you know, a regular in the, in the gym. I was there probably about not as much as I am now, but I was there about three days a week. Um, but, um, and I was eating, you know, healthy foods, but again, I think what would happen is I was still restricting myself from certain foods and then I would want them so bad. And I would have like a day or two where I would be basically binge eating all the foods I'm not supposed to be eating. Then I would get right back on my regular routine. And so that I think helped me not gain the weight back, but it was still like an unhealthy balance of like, you know, eating crap, you know, splurging in two days of, of a time because I was restricting myself so much from those foods. And that's what I really wanted to hammer in on because I think that you found me at a time where not to be like, Oh, I was the savior. Like I said, I'm never the savior. You're the savior. I'm the guide is I think you found me in a time where had you not found me, I almost wonder if things hadn't started to go back in the other direction. Yeah, I think they would had, have. Yeah. Cause you had cut the weight with the restrictive method and it was starting to get unsustainable and you were starting to yeah. have this binge restrict cycle starting to happen again. And that's yeah. how we weight creeps back up. And it's easy to be like, what the fuck am I doing? Why am I doing this to myself? I can't yeah. stop eating. What am I doing? Um, whereas I'm like, you're doing it because you're not feeding yourself enough. Yeah. And so when I first met you, um, you were doing orange theory primarily, no weightlifting, which by the way, you're like in the gym and you're like less cardio team weights. And I love it. Yeah. Uh, but, um, I, I honestly think I was scary to you. In fact, that I brought your calories up and you're like, how am I going to lose mm. weight by eating more food? Um, how did that initially feel to you? It's like, I've got to eat more and I, I've been eating less and I'm not losing weight. How is this going to help me? Like, what was going through your mind at that time? Well, I mean, the whole diet culture, like, I feel like people are programmed to think like, oh, you have, you can't eat this. You have to eat less. You have to do that. So like, even when I was at Orange Theory Fitness, like before I came to you, I had asked coaches there, like, I can't lose weight. What should I do? And they would tell me the same thing that I need to eat more. And I would be like, what the hell? How, how am I going to lose weight by eating more? Yeah. And I just didn't like believe it. But I mean, then I met you and I learned what I learned and, and it's true. You have, most people are probably under eating and don't even know it. And that's where I was, you know? Yep. And it, and that's why I said that because what likely happens is, and people don't realize this is as you start to eat more regularly, not like just one or two days, like the, the weekend things don't do it, but like consistently getting more calories in your body and your brain start to realize, okay, I'm no longer starving. So when you are confronted with foods that you enjoy, it's not like you have to overdo it. When you have a mm -hmm. calorie budget that allows you to fit those things in, it's not as restrictive when you're getting in enough protein, enough, enough fats, enough carbs, 
and enough calories to make those food choices more enjoyable for you. You don't feel the need to binge. And Mm -hmm. that's where the weight loss starts to happen is that the binge levels go down as we bring the calories up. So now we're not having this hard impact from those things. And then it keeps going from there. Now, going into your lifestyle, because I know that in the beginning, we were like troubleshooting some things and I'm going to, and I'm going to put you on the spot here because I think a lot of people need to hear this. You are not somebody who lives for the gym. Like you are not somebody that lives for bodybuilding or competition. You are somebody who values your weekends, your family time, Mm -hmm. you enjoy drinking. And that is okay. In fact, I'm going to be honest, guys. There are times where I've looked in your diary and there was 10 white claws long. (laughs) Girl made it work. Girl made it work. Okay. So I know that that takes discipline. Yeah. But you were driven. um, And now in moderation, you know, why I say that is because I think you were able to really understand that you didn't have to completely change your life. You Mm -hmm. just kind of realized that in order for you to achieve a goal, you had to be a little tighter on how you were spending those, but those calorie budgets and still be able to do that. So how did that feel to you at first? Was it a little bit scary that you were going to have control and actually mm-hmm. still be able to have some enjoyment in those foods? Or were you like, Oh, this is awesome. Well, at first it was scary because it, you know, like I said earlier that uh, we're, I feel like we're programmed that less is how eating less, drinking less, restricting yourself is how you're going to lose weight. And so, you know, obviously knowing what I know now, that's not true. So at first it was scary, but then once I started getting into like the flow of eating and drinking and just having a healthier balance, I was like, this is freaking awesome. I can eat pizza. I can have a drink. I can eat all the foods that I like. I can drink when I want to drink, but I'm doing it in a controlled balanced way. And so now that I've learn those skills. It's just, it's awesome. It's, it was life-changing really. And honestly, guys, I'm hammering on all like the things that people do that like, you know, I want them to enjoy, but Joanne does have a very healthy diet the majority of the time. So she's, yes. <laughs> it's so not she's like, not, I'm not eating junk. She's not drinking. Time. She's not drinking a white claw for breakfast. And then, yeah, you know, she no. sits down with a donut. Like that's not what she's doing, but yeah. um, she definitely has found, found that blend of moderation. And, and that's really, really important that I want you guys to understand. Um, and as I was saying that I wanted to kind of mention something that kind of was on the top of my head. And then I got sidetracked a little bit when I was thinking about that. Um, so talk to me now about your shift into, I guess, um, we got you doing a little bit less, well, I shouldn't say less cardio because you do some damn cardio, good cardio, but a little bit more of a weight focused there. And and how did that transition feel to you at first? That was scary as well. Cause you went out from like, yeah, because yeah, I, you know, at orange theory, when I started there, it was, if anyone's ever been, it's a lot of running, rowing and very small amount of weightlifting. We really didn't do much. And so, you know, I thought that that was what I was supposed to be doing. And then when you gave me my programs and it was majority of weightlifting, I was like, whoa, but I freaking love it. I love, I love weightlifting way more than cardio. I do enjoy cardio too, but the weightlifting is awesome. I I really love it. And we still give you plenty of cardio. Um, and I think for a lot of people, what else is cool that you can share with them is, um, you know, people that are really into group fitness, it's, it's often a comfort zone thing. It's Mm -hmm. scary to go into the gym and you see all these people lifting and doing this stuff. And you're like, I don't know if I'm doing anything right. I, 
that like fear of judgment and, and how do you, mm-hmm. how, and I know that that's transitioned now. Are you more comfortable now in the gym? I'm way more comfortable. And I think that that was part of the reason why I did join Orange Theory was because I was in a group. Now I'm way more comfortable in the gym and I actually don't want to work out with anybody now. Yeah. I prefer to do it by myself. I've got my music in. I don't want to talk to anybody. I'm in the zone. So it really has drastically changed from where I've started. Yeah. Um, so we're going to transition a little bit into the really cool part of this is I think people chase numbers and I think that there's, I want people to realize that the scale is relevant, but what's mostly relevant is that the scale is correlated to a weight in which we feel our happiest, meaning like we wake up in the morning and we're excited for life and Mm -hmm. we are healthy and we are doing things to promote our body being better. Uh, We feel good with our habits. You know, we're working out regularly. Uh, which we've actually taken down your volume a little bit. Cause I'm like, you know what? You don't have to kill yourself in the gym six days a week. If you don't want to, if you want to go to the gym, mm-hmm. yeah, but I think three or four days is fine. Yeah. Um, I want to talk a little bit about that because that's a really important part for people to understand is that one of the hardest parts of our, our relationship together was understanding that sometimes this goal can almost be more stressful than it is worth. And realizing mm-hmm. that where we're at, in our life is where we want to be and that mm-hmm. that's actually not what we really want. So I think we had this original goal of a weight and, um, you know, over the course of the summer, you were also getting ready for your, your wedding mm-hmm. you had travel plans. And it was just this realization of like, you know what, like life is not so bad right now. Life is really freaking good. Mm-hmm. And, and that self-acceptance of who you are right now and the amazing work you had done and realizing that like the end goal maybe was quicker to get to than you thought, like maybe where you're at right now is where you want to be. And, mm-hmm. and how did that, you know, like going into it, like, so what we started to experience, just so you guys can explain is like over the summer, her compliance started to drop a little bit. She was like, I cannot stick to this, this calorie deficit anymore. And she yeah. was eating more food than she was eating before. Yeah. Me. But she was like, I just can't, I'm just too fucking hungry, like mm-hmm. legit hungry, which I want to talk about as well. Um, and she was just not, in the place to be losing weight anymore. Yeah. And, and how was that to kind of come to terms with for you? Was that like a relief or was it a little bit like, did you feel like you were giving up on yourself and be honest? Cause I think people experience mm-hmm. it. I mean, it was a mix of emotions. Like at first I, you know, I set out to, to a certain number on the scale and I felt like if I didn't get to that number, then I failed. But through time and everything I've, I learned At first, it did feel like I was, like, failing, like I gave up on myself and, like, this is my weight. I'm not going to be able to lose any more or whatever. But then I realized, you know, I I could see my body changing even though the number wasn't on the scale. And um, I finally just came to terms and I was like, you know, stop stop looking at that number on the scale because look at yourself in the mirror. You like what you see. Your clothes are fitting great. You feel confident. So that number doesn't mean just because you didn't get to the number you previously set, it doesn't mean that you failed. And once I finally, you know, realized that and believed it, then everything changed. Like I, I'm not at the number that I thought I was going to be happy at. But I feel great. I feel confident. My clothes look good. And, I, you know, the whole number on the scale, that mindset changed through through this process. I don't feel that way anymore. 
And so it really is a great feeling because I've always been obsessed throughout my whole entire life of dieting with that stupid ass number on the scale. And really it doesn't, that's not like the the determining factor of whether I've succeeded or failed, you know? Yeah. And I'm going to be honest, guys, there was times where I would literally have a conversation with you at 630 in the morning where you were in tears. I and, know, sorry about that. <laughs> oh, don't be. But I'm, I'm saying that because that is what a lot of people struggle with. They wake up and that is literally a measure of their worth. And mm-hmm. what I want you guys to realize about the scale is that it's not the goal. It's a correlation to a goal mm-hmm. is that Joanne's happy weight is where she's at right now. And mm-hmm. that her original thought of that other number might have been her thought. And that the feeling of defeat by not getting that was making her hate the life that she was living. Yeah. So we actually transitioned. I'm like, we're going to start to focus on maintenance calories. And that was hard. Like at first you're like, I'm eating all this food. Well, what, how is this going to help me? I'm like, I promise you, it's going to make you stop binging and you're probably going to start to lose weight anyways. And she did. She actually lost a few more pounds with us bringing calories up because Mm -hmm. super active. You're freaking full time on your feet all the time working out like a badass, but you were, you were freaking hungry. Like yeah. not giving me feedback of somebody that was defeated from a, she was still tracking her food by, by all means, she is probably one of the best clients I have had in terms of tracking things um, and being accountable, always on time with her check-in forms, never, you know, always responded to her check-in forms with questions. And that's how you get the best results because now I can really understand where you're at. Mm-hmm. Um, but the hunger is something that people have to realize is this why when people tell me that I have them on a calorie deficit and they're like, I'm not hungry. I'm like, you're fucking lying out of your teeth or you're not. <laughs> I have people like you and I'm like, listen, you're, you better be getting hungry. Cause I, I know what it feels like to be in a calorie deficit. You are thinking about food you're eating and you're already thinking about your next meal. Like that's mm-hmm. a part of it. And you experienced that, but I think it was getting to be overwhelming. So we transitioned yeah. to, we got you into a higher number of calories and, you know, now, I mean, you're like in maintenance mode and feeling good. You got married. In fact, mm-hmm. let's talk about the fact that you went on a wedding and a honeymoon and came back still maintaining your weight. Yeah, I actually came back down three pounds. And so when I was, we were gone on, on my honeymoon for two weeks. And during that time, I was like, I'm not going to track anything. Like, I'm just, I'm not that I'm going to like overeat or I wasn't yeah. eating bad, but I just wasn't tracking anything because I was on my honeymoon and you know, it was crazy. I, I thought that I was going to come home and for sure had gained at least five pounds. And I came back, weighed myself and I was down three pounds. My mind like blew when I, when that happened. Right. And there's a few things that I want to kind of touch on is one, and this is where we kind of transitioned into like a little bit less training is when, when Joanne was really in her fat loss phase, she was pushing it in the gym. Like she was really wanting to get it. And I think that she was a little bit more inflamed and she's super aware of her body. She came back, she's like, Cheryl, I actually feel leaner and less inflamed Mm -hmm. by working out less. So I'm like, okay, I think we should probably take the volume down and, Mm -hmm. and work out less. Like you don't have to work out five or six days a week. You can maintain. And as long as you're getting in more full body work on those days, you're good. And Mm -hmm. now you're in the gym way less, which is good, you know, for you to be able to kind of prioritize other things. Um, and honestly in a place of maintenance. So how are you feeling now in the holiday season? Um, I feel, I feel good. Like, it's just, I feel in control of the gym and, and my food, which is something that I've never had before until now. 
And so, you know, normally in the past, I would be scared of the holidays because of all the food that comes with it. And like, I can't, and now I know I can have the holiday food, but I can do it in a balanced, controlled way. So it doesn't scare me anymore. You know, I'm actually more excited. I feel like I'm more excited for the holidays because it's like, yeah, I can eat that. And guess what? I'm not going to gain any weight from doing it either because I have a controlled, balanced, healthy uh, lifestyle with food now. Yeah. And that's the most important thing, um, you know, when it comes to tracking is that when people realize it's a tool and it's taught you so much um, by being able to get comfortable eating more calories and by being able to enjoy those foods and seeing how they kind of fit into the plan you can now enjoy them on a honeymoon and, and be like, okay, I didn't have to track this. No, I'm probably doing it. Okay. Yeah. And I don't feel guilty about it. Like that yeah. would be another thing. Like when I would binge eat or eat something that I shouldn't be, I would be like almost like depressed, like ashamed and like mad at myself for breaking. And I don't have that anymore. And that alone is like so amazing because I've it. dealt with that my entire life. So, yeah. And that's, and that's like the main thing. So the only last thing that I want to touch on now, and this is going to be really important for people is like, um, is just kind of giving you some education as well Is why I also think that transitioning out of fat loss is right for you is one, we don't want to be in there for too long. We never want to like, you know, we don't want to live our lives in a calorie deficit Two is as we shifted your training, um, away from primarily cardio focused. So cardio is obviously great for working heart health. It's great for, you know, metabolic, you know, getting some calories burned but it's not really beneficial for building the body that you want. And I knew that. And I knew that for you, getting you into some resistance training was going to be helpful. And so the other reason I think that we were also experiencing a little bit of this plateauing of your weight and why shifting away was good is that I think that you're going to continue to, to keep leaning out if you're doing what you're doing, because with weightlifting and working on the building of the body, you are getting what's called the quote unquote body recomp. Um, cause there's probably days that you don't recognize it, but you're probably in a little bit of a calorie deficit just from the nature of your job. Um, and other days where you're probably in a little bit of a calorie surplus cause you decided mm-hmm. to have a, a holiday meal. Um, but by training your body in a way that's like, you know, four days a week or so of like weightlifting, you are working on building muscle and that's going to help your body recomp and get you leaner. And mm-hmm. often what happens is the scale doesn't really change much because muscle obviously weighs something and it's more dense. This is where people will see that their clothes fit better. They, they look leaner, but the scale's not changing because mm-hmm. it's essentially having a cup and you've got sand in the cup and you've got water. And imagine you're taking out water while you're simultaneously pouring sand in. Mm-hmm. You're probably going to be taking up less room in the cup, aka your body's going to be smaller, but the cup could actually weigh the exact same. And, and that's kind of what you, I think, are experiencing even now into the holiday season as you maintain your habits. Mm-hmm. So I guess the last thing I want to do is I want to close it up with you. Uh, giving any, uh, well, we'll open, I'm going to open up the comments too, but anything, any advice you want to give to people that have struggled with this and, and kind of like what might have, what, what might help somebody else that's, you know, that, that deals with what you deal with, obviously wanting to be able to be social, um, mm-hmm. you know, with the macro trackings like that, how that's helped you a little bit with that. And mm-hmm. then obviously fixing your relationship with food by eating more, anything you want to add to anything else? I mean, I would just say like, you know, obviously every person's different, but like finding the balance of working out and food for me, like I, you know, the finding that balance that works for your body and just like, you know, committing to that, doing it every day is, is the goal is the answer fix for success. For me, that's what it's been, you know? And like, I, I don't have to track my food every day. I could, you know, 
do it without. But for me, I like to track. I like to see how what exactly I've eaten. And that helps me. It may not be that way for everybody. But like I said, the balance, finding the balance of, you know, gym and food and maintaining that is what will keep you successful. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you so much, Joanne. I'm just going to look at the comments. I did. We did. We had a couple of comments. I want to see. Uh, Damien, good morning. How are how are body scans helpful in making fat loss plan? Oh, I actually have a podcast I recorded on this. I will send you, Damien, because I did just record one last week about this. Uh, I actually think body fat scans, body scans are actually not very beneficial. I'm going to be honest. He's talking about like in-body machines um, oh, and things like that. Uh, they're just honestly, they're very inaccurate. They're very hard to actually... Um, get the right number. And it really is irrelevant to what you have to be doing with your food and your, and your training. Um, you know, better things, honestly, a better scan is getting a scan of your current calorie intake. So actually taking time to see what your food looks like right now. And uh, I'll go more into that, but I do have my last podcast. I'll send to you, Damien. So, um, yeah, well, thanks guys for listening. Um, you know where to find me, Joanne. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank I'm you. Uh, stay tuned for one second. Um, uh, Joanne, I'm just going to close up the broadcast. Okay.